it is Monday and I'm up early because I have a couple of things to do and I just wanted to wake up early which is really not that early and get started with my day and in the meantime while I do that I just wanted to share some fun things for young people to do because I remember we used to do them when we was growing up and this is how we were able to be motivated to get back on task from Monday through Friday because we could probably get to some of these places and just play as much as we wanted to play or play anywhere for a couple of minutes or something like that. If it was fun enough, then we felt content. And I think that what happens with, I think you can't always blame um, when you see things that some people um, invent to do <laughs> with their time. You can't always blame them and say it's a bad idea because a lot of times what they're trying to do is they're trying to, the choice is not necessarily the best choice, but they're trying to assimilate uh, a joy or a happiness that only happens when you're able to use certain resources, you have access to them. So, when I think about, you know, it's, for me, this is kind of simple, but it's not, it's more complex than simple, but to explain it, it sounds simple, but it might be more complex to do, but it just depends on how you understand it. So, like, as an example, when I think about, so in the past uh, 16 years what really became popular was cell phones and um, iPads any tablets any tablets but mostly um, iPads or tablets that had simulated speed you could get the stuff quick you could do stuff quick and it what you have to understand is these technologies they train the mind of the individuals that use them people use them all the time that's why we own them it trains the mind of our intelligence to know how to do stuff and if we can know how to do some of these things we feel very happy that we know how to do them if we can learn how to do them quicker we feel some people feel very accomplished that they can accomplish things quicker. And it becomes a matter of the feeling is associated with accomplishment. That they was able to do something that people didn't think they would be able to do. It all goes back to accomplishment. Feeling accomplished. And the the dis the mental it's not mental it's not as mental or it's not as crazy 
when every culture has a way of doing that same thing, except they don't, they may not be put in as much harm's way because they have a resource that they could use. I'll give you an example. So before the phones, there were, which this would not be any fun for these kids that are, it may not be, I'm not gonna say it, it would not, but back in the day, it was Game Boys and the little handhelds. And they didn't do much, you know, but they had so many levels. You can switch in and go in and you could play so many things. And what happened was it was still training your intelligence, but it was not the same toy. It was not considered a toy for um, a parent. So if a parent used it, it wasn't as fun, but when kids used it, it was a toy. It brought them great joy. Parents would not, they had things that they used that were fun for them. And I don't know if y'all remember, but whenever kids would ask, could they use them? Parents would be like, nah. You can use this. This is not a toy. <laughs> That's what parents used to say. No, like, no, you cannot use this. This is not a toy. Because in a, because in a young person's mind, whenever they see people who they admire doing something that's older than them, in their mind, they're associating it that everything that the person is doing is fun for them. So in their mind, they're saying, I can't wait to do that because it must be fun. But they don't know whether it is or it's not. Kids don't. They're just associating it with fun. And then when they get to do it, then what happens is other people around them who have been doing it tells them, tell them. It was fun, right? but they almost answer it for them, <laughs> right? It was fun, right? And then the kid or the young person has to then decide, well, was it, right? That's why you have some kids where they be like, ah, it was all right. Or some kids, they'd be like, yeah, I had fun. I'm doing this again, right? It's still, to me, a lot of things go back to when young people do stuff, they're trying, based on their intelligence, they're trying to have as much fun as possible. And they've probably built their intelligence up far past where you can't communicate why all of what they choose to do is not safe for them. Many of them are very smart are going to be contributors in the community that you live in because that's who they are. They're very smart. They have goals. They already know what they want to do. They're trying to have fun. That's what they try to do. And a lot of people don't understand that. It goes back to a communication. Whenever people, um, when other people bring it up, for some people, fun for them is... Like I'll be in a like when I was growing up, it, it wouldn't take anything for it. You people could make you feel jealous about anything, but it's not jealousy. It's what's in whatever is in the kid's mind 
that they look at, that they see other people doing, that they associate as fun, and if and, and once they see it, if it connects with them that they wish that they could do it, and then if they if they're told no that they can't do it, but then the reason that they're explained no that they can't do it doesn't weigh with the risk versus the reward. Like if the answer you give is not satisfactory enough, like if it's, oh, well, we just don't have enough money. We can't do it because we don't have enough money. A kid will say, okay. <laughs> and they will find a way to get enough money to be able to do it. Because what they're trying to do goes back to, they're trying to be a kid. And all they know is being a kid is supposed to be fun. That's all they know. When parents are driving, it appears to be fun. You know, it can appear to be very fun to a kid. But if they've been playing video games ever since they was infants on driving, they're assimilating because they might be intelligent enough, like the other people who professionally or have access to uh, racetracks and they have access to uh, areas where they can go and play on vehicles like this, their intelligence is the same. The problem is they don't have enough room to do it. So the intelligence, the mind is telling them that they're trying to have, they're trying to have as much fun as possible to try to go as fast as they can and whatever, whatever it is that they can get into to do it. And they try to do it as quick as possible. <laughs> That's what they're trying to do. And for us, we went to we went and we went to go kart racing. We did. We went go kart racing. If it wasn't go kart racing, we were in bumper cars. Now, what some of us liked about bumper cars is exactly what it is. You can be in a group with a couple of your friends and you could be in a safe vehicle with your seatbelts on and it is a simulated fun to ride and ride and race alongside your friends. And then if you bumped into them you all just laughed. It was fun. No one got hurt from playing bumper cars because the cars are mechanically structured to withstand those level of impact at the speed that it goes and not in both of the vehicles don't go the same. Like, you know, some of the um, options that you have for some of these are assimilated for the vehicle to only go a certain amount of speed, but you enjoy the bump, the bump bumping into something type thing it's a part of your intelligence whatever that is whatever it is that 
you have trained your mind to do is a part of whatever field that most young people will find, want to, I'm not saying will find themselves in, but it's associated with what most young people imagine themselves eventually doing or hopefully being able to afford to do. Sometimes, because it's fun. Right? But if there is no resource like that, like even with us, like let's just say, I grew up in Detroit. Um, I'll tell you what I had. I had a bike. I had a basketball, I always kept a basketball. I had um, baseballs. And for some reason, the house that we lived at, because this is this goes back to me, it was the house that we lived at on Clifton, one of the houses we grew up on Clifton, it had a steep driveway. But when you were a kid, a steep driveway and a bike, I'd be timing it. Who is on the street with me? I hope it ain't no people on the street with me because I have to ride down my driveway as fast as I can in a bike because it's a simulated. It's an assimilated intelligence. I knew based on momentum, like if I could ride down this thing as fast as I can, <laughs> by the time I get to my driveway, if I time this correctly and turn this correctly, I'll be halfway off my street. Just based on momentum, I won't even have to pedal no more. But this is all the stuff that I was thinking before I even left my driveway, how I could get to where I was going faster. All I gotta do is get on it. I'm gonna, my driveway felt like it was a hill to a kid. Soon as I'm, I propel this thing a couple times, I'm gonna be here and then I'll be off my street in a couple of seconds. So this is a part of the intelligences that we think, the stuff we pick up to do. Now when we do it, do it always go that way? Of course not, we kids. You know, we kids, we do stuff. You gotta try it a couple times, sometimes you get hurt, sometimes you don't. But the feeling was the same. If I accomplished it, I felt great, right? You got to a certain age, these things weren't necessarily in the city. I mean, I hadn't heard of it being in Detroit. Right? But when we got to a certain age, when we were about 16, well, I would have been, when my siblings were about 16, 17, and 18, I was still 13 and 14, and I could go. So when they were, 16 and 17 because it's the next level of intelligence in thrill seeking now you're not in elementary school no more so now you're smart enough to know if you really having fun right now you know if you really if this was fun or not skates ain't doing it some people with skates skating was you know and it ain't it's it's getting you by but you're not getting the thrill seeking this is where we met other friends this is when you meet other people. And other people 
who they've been living there for forever and that stuff ain't fun for them no more but they like going because it's a part of their thrill seeking it, it has helped maintain them from if they get in trouble it's by another way right so if they get in trouble it's not because they don't have access to that they've been doing that so we would meet friends but they got access to all this stuff like what you ain't never been on no bumper cars or you ain't never been go-kart racing that's here with us so then it was some i think there was some like in sterling heights um or madison heights one of like 11 mile i don't know if those are still open i don't know but what i'm saying is is that it was not in detroit it wasn't in the inner city and that's done for a couple of reasons Although, after a while, people know that they need something. So they invented, they, they create legal ways where they can still get this feeling associated with. This is why, um, you know, racing cars always was a part of history. People always race their cars. Not all people would think to do that, you know? But I grew up in Detroit. People always race their cars up the, up the street. Was it scary living on that street? Yeah, you know, my mother would be, she got kids. She'd be like most mothers. Why is this car going so fast down my street? At certain times, we had to be in the house. Why? Because in the house, at the time, was the safest place you could be. But now you have to think, it was only at certain times where people would race their cars. So we could go to school, we could go everywhere we needed to be, but when it would be start to get dark, this is when people would, you know, like in the, you know, like how people say, before the street lights uh, are on, before the street lights are on, be in the house, I need you in the house, before the street lights come on. That's what they would tell you. So we all playing. You know, and all the people in the neighborhood act normal until the street lights came on. When the street lights came on, this is now when you when you heard how this is how people are. You know, people have always been like this. They want to have as much fun as possible. Some things they want to use, they want to go as fast as they can go in it safely. But you have to think that in a lot of these instances because they were trying to have fun. They weren't trying to do, they weren't thinking that anything bad would happen to them. If they don't have access to things where nothing bad will happen to them, then they still be trying, you know, people are great problem solvers. They're intelligent. So they still try to solve the problem of having fun and they, they show by their actions that it's possible they don't mind getting hurt, even though no one really wants to get hurt. So they need access to the option to not get hurt. And then they need to be shown how to use it, you know, safely where they're at. And I think it should be stuff like that in the inner city that they can have. Something somewhere, they gotta be. Something somewhere. Or if it's not that close by, you, you you know Google search it and be like, oh okay, maybe we could take we could put all of our coins together 
and we can all go there because that's what we would do. People will put, and my mother had four kids. My brother already was doing something fine because he already had, he was training his intelligence. And so he was no longer in that need for where we was at. He had already with friends that knew how to do other stuff. So he was already having fun. But us girls, people will get us, we all be in the car, and we go to places where we can have fun. As much fun as possible, as quick as we can do it. Eat, snacks, video games, movies, or whatever, and we all put our money together and that was how we would do it. So I think that's, I think the pattern is the same. Like what's in the mind of what these young people want to do is exactly inherited, it's the same. The resources are the same. Um, the resource is not the same. And so, because of that, you know, the option is, is possibly that. Now for some of them, now, I mean, people always had other ways of doing it, but I think for some of these kids, it was about having fun, assimilating that feeling. That's at the, the next step up from the go-kart and bumper cars is what we see professionally. And as you know, race car drivers. Some of these kids are that smart. They, they understand mechanics, they understand engineering. This is why they wanna be in, in these. They understand how it works. They know exactly how it works. They understand the, mechan the mechanics, the wiring. Um, the, their intelligence is all the way up there. And it's the same intelligence of other people in another place. Except they don't have a room to do it, you know. They don't have a room to do it. So, at first, when you see it, you start to be judgmental. Like, if people go up, if they're approached to, because once again, it goes back to the approach. The approach is the intelligence are the same. They probably share the same DNA as the other people who were able to do this in much more land um, or in much more space where they were able to go to a place where they were able to do it. So, I always think like it's the same because we all share characteristics of our parents. So it's something about it that the, that the um, they're, strip, they're just trying to get to. And it's always at that age. I don't know. They gotta get to it. At, for some reason, those ages are critical to, to a kid in their mind. They feel like if I don't get to do this, they feel like this is when, I, when they prove themselves to all the people in the neighborhood that they so. For some reason, these are the ages when most kids who are good at anything, once they found that they're good at anything, is before they're 20 and 21. They start feeling a little anxious around 19, you know, about, well, do people know who I am? For some of these kids, this is how, this is what they think. You know, this is how they think. Am I making a good impression? Do people know who I am, you know? And for some of them, this is this is all that they're known for. 
but they do more than that. Opportunity isn't the same, and they don't know that the opportunity, um, they know that the opportunity is there, but they don't know how best to get access to it. And then, and then it's about being patient. You know, once they do know where it's at, it's about people being patient and understanding like, oh, okay, they never seen this before or they never did this before. So when they get there, they might be way more expressive than the other kids who have been going. And after a while, you know, we realize, okay, well, we don't, you don't want to treat people strange because they never seen this before. Like, oh, you know, because that's what happens. You know, they now they're happy. They're overjoyed. They never did this before. It's fun. It's like, you know, I would go on a, I don't like heights. I didn't like roller coasters or things like that. But for some reason, if I was in a certain height and it was at a certain level, and if it felt a certain way, like I didn't like roller coasters, but when I got on a plane, it was great for me. I loved it, you know, when I flew. Um, for some reason, I felt like, I, you know, flying was better than me being in something that was simulated, you know, going around. I don't know why, but I rode all these roller coasters and all these rides. Well, all my other people, all my other family members, my sisters, and they loved them. They loved the mechanics. And so to me, it's the same thrill seekers you know they're trying to have as much fun as possible as fast as they can because it still goes back to fun but it was a place to do it and we went to Cedar Point well Cedar Point is close to um, Detroit you had to take a trip there but we went to Cedar Point and they you know people would go once a year before we started to go to Cedar Point it was a place called Babalo Island where it was the Babalo boat. Some people remember that, some people don't. And it was less money than Cedar Point. It was something that people could afford. And they still put all their money together. They go as a group, you know, parents and their kids. They all go. And we ride what rides that they had there. And then when you got to Cedar Point, it was like, whoa. But when I finally, we got there, we did that that many times. And after a while, other opportunities opened up to my siblings where either they were interested in them. And I had grown into other interests. So when, when they had opportunities to probably go to where it was other rides or amusement parks, they probably did go. Me. It wasn't for me because my intelligence, I had already played with this stuff enough. Where I was like, oh, okay, it'll do this and it'll do that. By me riding rides, I understood exactly what I could enjoy doing. And for me, I don't know, planes were just funner. You know, like the idea of being in a plane or being in a helicopter was funner to me than the idea of like being on a roller coaster. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Um, but other people, you know, who knows? I don't know. So that's what I'm saying is it still goes back to 
But what I need to, I, I don't need to be on a plane. I don't need to be on a roller coaster. It's just the fact that it's training the intelligence. Like once I train the intelligence, like, oh, okay. That's always what people are trying to do. They're trying to know how, what they can do and what they cannot do, you know? Like I, I watched my knees get on a roller coaster and she get on, get on a rise that all of the adults were scared of and she was a kid and she wouldn't even make a, the, uh, the only facial expression she had was a smile. She would look like how you would if you was just smiling and the roller coaster or the ride would go from zero to whatever speed as quick as possible and you could see her smile like it was pasted on <laughs> the whole time she was on the ride. She got off the ride, still a smile like it was pasted on. I say that's just intelligent. She's, she was just like that. Her, her mother loved rides. Her mother loved roller coasters. But she, but my sister was more is more expressive. She get on a roller coaster and you can hear her. <laughs> what would be funny with her mother be on a roller coaster? You can hear her laughing. You can hear a laugh from wherever it was at in the park, and you knew that it was her because she was that was her intelligence, you know. And so to me, it goes back to the happiness. Like it's about having as much fun as possible. Where is the resource at? Where can it be done safely? Right? It's just what it is. And that's how kids are. You see, you can't, if they, so that's what I'm saying is, it's like, I don't know. Some parents be like, well, we got to get, all I can say is, you know, parents be like, well, we got to get from here and we got to move to another city or we got to move to another state. Look at how people are in those, how they use the product, you know? We all got cell phones now. We all got videos, video game. What what do you call it? YouTube or whatever. Or we all have you know streaming devices now. Where now we can look and see. Okay, because now you know you can go to some places. You could possibly get close to the same feeling, right? And you might want to try that. Try that, because it was a bunch of people where we'd take them places they had never been to before. And then we asked them, are they still going to the other places that they used to go to? And they be like, nah, I ain't never going to do that no more. We ain't never um, doing that again. Now we know about this. We're going to be here all the time. But it's not about that as much as it is about finding. You're still trying to get to a certain. You're still training your intelligences. Most kids, they're still training their intelligences. They don't know how best to do that. The opportunity isn't the same. Um, but this is why adults are still always looking looking for them, you know, to return home safely. This is why adults are always still looking for them to return safely because they know how smart these kids are. And they know that they won't be doing that forever. They know that, you know? So, if it's getting them in trouble, they might have to look into some other resources. If parents feel like, oh, okay, well, we do got to move somewhere else. I don't know. I don't know if that's the answer or not. But I wish that some of these communities would, because um, we didn't have it either. I mean, when I was growing up, I could say that. I would say we wished we could do it. We wished we had it. 
Because when you get, that's what you wish. We wish we had stuff like that in Detroit. We ain't got that in Detroit. You know, we get to complaining about it. That's how people are. We ain't got that in Detroit. <laughs> but when we got older, we found the places where they had it. Then after a while, you're like, well, Detroit ain't got that, but they have this. You go back to Detroit for the things that you can do in Detroit that are really fun, that also trains your intelligence and other aspects. That's what it's about. It's like you go through, we all go through phases of our life where we, we try to have as much fun as possible. We try to do it as quick as possible. So you can get back to work. That's how people are. They try to get back to work. And so what creates the expense is it was associated expense. Because it was a couple dollars to go to the uh, go-kart. But if they don't have no go-karts, you know, what they going to use? Well, answer, you know, you've got the questions being answered. What they going to use? Well, they're showing you what they going to use. They're still trying to get the same feeling. Some people, they didn't make these assimilated things where, you know, it's assimilated fun. It's a computer, it's, it's a computer, it's a gaming chair, it's assimilated. It make them feel like they're in bumper cars. It make them feel like they're on, they're in that. But I'll be honest with you and I'll say that there's nothing like being in bumper cars or being at a go-kart. And to me, even driving isn't the same. I enjoy driving certain vehicles because I had a couple of cars I have more than a, a couple of cars but certain vehicles drive differently and I you know and to me because of that because of my intelligence I didn't always enjoy the way that some of them felt riding in them like I don't want to be in this this is not fun for me right and then when I got old enough to want to take myself seriously sometimes anyway Sometimes anyway, every time I want to take myself seriously to another extent, I get another car. It just drove just a bit better than the one I had previously. You know, so I'd be like, you ain't, you're not spoiling yourself. That's not what you're doing. But what you are doing is you're rewarding yourself for having learned how to conduct yourself in it. And so what I realize is that now it's like, oh, okay. I just like a certain, it's like, it's an associated feeling of like flying for me in a car that I'm in right now. It's just leveled. It's just balanced. It's like, it's balanced. And on any road, any Detroit, that's tough because there's potholes everywhere. But to me, those potholes and stuff is what, is what, kids who like go-kart racing and bumper cars if they can find a way to get stuff like that they be in those streets all the time that's what's happening they like we know what to do with these potholes y'all ain't fix them <laughs> it's creating fun for them i don't know how it's associated but like with me you know but with some of us it's it's other things that you know it's the way that certain things are balanced we enjoy it um, so the same way, like I enjoy riding on an open road in a certain kind of vehicle because it's balanced. It's just a certain way that it, it glides once it gets to a certain, uh, 
everything contributes to it. You know, the weather, the wind, the road, the direction that you're going, if other people are on the road, everything contributes to that. And I enjoy that in the driving process. So I don't know, this is what people, the kids are kids, they're still training their intelligences. They don't know what they want to do. Everything that they do, they think is fun, but they're still training their intelligences. Everything that they do, they think is supposed to be fun, but it, everything is not fun, but they're training how smart they are. So, you know, it's being patient, you know, being patient with them. And I'd be so quick to be so mad and be like, because at first I see some stuff, I'd be like, what in the world would they do that? And then I thought about it. And I'm like, that's why they're doing that. <laughs> it would be the only reason that a, that a person would do that. That's the only reason why they would do that. It's always existed somewhere where they could do it. They just don't have access to it. They don't know where it is. And they would like to go and do it. They would like to go and do that. Anyway, that's all I got.